What's going on, my people? My people, it's about that time. I'm Noah Lee Hayes, as usual. We're getting ready to go live right now with my man, Pepper Vaughn. Um, I've been looking forward to this one all week long. I mean, for those of you who don't know Pepper, um, it's it's going to be a treat having him, having him on today. The man... Um, He's been in the business for forever. I've known Pepper for, I think, over over 20 years. Um, and it's weird for me to say that I've known anybody over 20 years because some days it feels like I'm only 20 because, you know, the mind is the strongest muscle in the body. Um, so I, I felt like, you know, it, it was only right that I had Pepper on because this man has has poured himself into into others in ways that's just complete he's just absolutely phenomenal when i'm thinking about you know some of the talent that is that has come out of sacramento nine times out of ten they crossed paths with pepper not that pepper was you know the extreme gatekeeper um and nobody got through and got famous without without his help that's not what i'm saying what what I am saying is that once you cross this man's path, he pours into he pours so much life into you that, you know, there's there you have no choice. Well, you always have a choice, but the thing you typically tend to choose is greatness. Other people. <laughs> thanks, Jen. <laughs> there's there's been other people who have um, had dance studios and things like that and haven't you know, and, and tried to squash competition. But, you know, Pepper's Pepper's thing that he's he's always told me is that if it's for you, it's for you. Um, I didn't just come up with that on my own. He taught me to go after what I wanted. You know, looking at Jabberwockies. Some of y'all know about the Jabberwockies. A couple of them had their start right at step one. You look at some other dance studios that are new around Sacramento, they had their start too. But this man has been all over the world teaching. He's an author. He's a he's a father. He's an overall great man. And right now we're gonna bring him on. I'm I'm not gonna say too much more about him, but um he's gonna talk about him. He's gonna talk about himself or talk to you. Pepper. What's up, Noah? What's going on, my man? Hey, hey man, you know. So with us being so far away from from civilization, it seems, and people starting to really go crazy now over over haircuts and things like that, you know, I think it's really important that, you know, the timing couldn't have been better of me having you on because I feel like every time I talk to you, I need to go, I need to go do something about whatever it is I thought I was, I was deficient at. Um, so <laughs> there was one, so before, so go ahead, go ahead and talk, man. Cause I could talk about you all day, all day long. So, um, so, how did you get your How did you get your start in in performing? So I know you're uh, performing on stage, dance wise, and in aerobics. So could you give us a, a brief synopsis on. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, I say brief because you was right. ESPN before ESPN. Right. So right, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes brief and pepper—that's an oxymoron. Right? right, that's why I had to say it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I got you. I feel you. Yeah. Creativity or creative entertainment, creative 
started for me a long time ago. You know, it's kind of in my seat because, you know, my my father is a is a blues musician. You know, back in the day, um, you know, with BB King and Ike and Tina Turner and all those guys. Because I was born and raised in Mississippi, mm-hmm. so the blues, the Delta blues, is you know, is, is in my foundation. Yeah. So anyway, you know, I also grew up in church and everything. So you know, the whole, the whole gospel vibe and, and everything. Um, so I grew up, you know, playing multiple instruments, you know, guitar, piano, drums, you know, so forth and so on. So um, um, as, a, as a very young martial artist, I started taking ballet actually to enhance my karate, to enhance my nice. performance skills in martial arts. And, uh, and I was like, whoa, this dance thing, man, you know, this is like, I, I, I'm feeling this, right? So I just kind of stuck with it. But I do have older siblings that that will tell you to this day they can't they can't wait on the next opportunity to brag about the fact that I couldn't dance back in the day. <laughs> they tease me because I had no rhythm. Now and I thought that was kind of funny because as a drummer, how can you look at me and say, "Dude, I have no rhythm"? Well, you got all four of your limbs going in different directions right. at different it's tempos, right. so <laughs> it was coordinating the whole body thing, right? So anyway, um, went from ballet to tap, and uh, you know, I started tapping and everything, and uh, just kind of that became you know my my thing. So just kind of went through a whole career of um, of dance into professional dance, uh, New York, um, you know. I don't know, five or six world tours, um, yep. you know, dancing on screen in Los Angeles, all that type of stuff. And, um, and you know, and as I, you know, came through my journey, I realized how important it was health-wise or fitness-wise just to move your body, yep. you know. So whether, whether you're dancing or not, you know, whether you're out jogging or whether you're playing tennis, whether you're playing football, swimming, it doesn't matter. The whole thing was to move your body. And so I just kind of, embrace my dharma as far as inspiring motivating teaching people about being well um and not just in their physical body because that evolved from my interest in in physical science or biological you know well wellness into mental emotional and spiritual health as well so i finally realized that to be well is a package deal yes so i just you know i was fortunate enough blessed enough to have had this journey and these opportunities and access to the resources and the awareness and consciousness, um, you know, to to be successful, you know, in, um, you know, one way or another in this journey of, of a package wellness. So I said, okay, I think part of my responsibility now is to teach, motivate, inspire, and educate people and how to do this, you know. And there's no better time than now to right. embrace, enhance, and to really reach out and seek in a greater way how to be well in these unprecedented times. Right, right. You know, because I, I never thought I'd see something like this where yeah. we're we're in that we're we're mandated, we're we're ordered to be in place and shelter shelter in place as if you know there's a literal pestilence in the air that'll destroy you as soon as you walk out. Like some media media outlets are making it seem like, well, made it seem like that for a while. So yes. total total package deal. So one thing I noticed is we went from the Delta Blues to church. church. Right. And, and so when we got to church, uh, image popped into my head because, you know, I snoop and I look at pictures the um, image of you directing a choir with a natural out to here and some platforms up to here, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, look, let me help you out a little bit. You 
may have some views on right now when you said a natural. Yeah. Okay. If you're from a certain hood, you know what, what, right, what right. you mean when you said natural. The brother means an afro. Yes. Says natural, right? Yeah. An afro, yes. Yeah, okay, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna own that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, but you but you a slick. So you always <laughs> you Right, right? But you always you as far as um David Mormon, I need you on Instagram, sir, because I know you have questions. He's over here on another platform off to the side. Um so you know, I I I know you always go you always go with the trend sometime, most of the time around here, you set you set the trends. You know, as far as music is concerned, as far as dances can dance is concerned. So there's there's no way to say that, you know, at one point in time during my lifetime, as far as being a performer, that there was ever anything you did or said that was that was irrelevant. So, you know, I and I really appreciate that. So this whole um, this this idea of your your well-being, being a being a package deal. Um, for, for us in, for us entertainers right now, I have so many questions running in my head for us entertainers right now. Um, how did you, was there ever a time when you weren't working or, you know, in that, in that space of not working or not having a professional uh, performance job to go to, you know, what would, what would your mindset be and what did you do to, get over it if it was um, one of negativity? Um, well, you know, a lot of us, well, most of us, and I'm going to say most, because I, you know, I try not to broad paint, brush, stroke everybody. Yeah. Um, most of us as artists, we understand that to not have in moments in time, to, to, um, to not have work or not have the, the um, relationships or opportunities or resources to actually do the work that we feel we're born to do. That's just part of the gig, right? right? And 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 um, and I think it's part of the test, you mm-hmm. know, of our strength, of our resiliency. I always say, man, you, you your part as an artist, which and actually your part as a human being, um, is to keep your eye on the prize, right? So we always say, feed your faith and starve your fears to death. Yes. So. You know, just the fact that you say right now in this moment, I may not have the work. So I'm going to figure out what I need to do to sustain myself and stay relevant while keeping my eye on the prize. Because at some point, man, you know, it's it's, it's all up and down, up and down, up and down. What, what we call intermittent opportunities, right? Yeah. Sometimes opportunities seem, you know, really abundant and sometimes they seem really scarce right Mm -hmm. so the ones that are always going to succeed are the ones who are still relevant who are still present who are still strong who are still focused when when the uh when the um when the wind dies down and the opportunities rise up you know who has sustained who's still there so so you know so part of the sustainability part of the longevity as an artist is to say when the times are not as plentiful you know, with what I'm seeking and, you know, and, uh, and able to get out there and do what I do in my craft. What do I do? How do I sustain myself physically? How do I sustain myself emotionally? How do I stay connected and stay balanced spiritually, 
and mentally. How do I do that? Because, you know, that's no one else's responsibility. If you think that the army, the cavalry is going to show up to make sure that you are okay every day, day in and day out. No, the, your first line of defense is you. So you've got to look in the mirror every day and say, I am still relevant. I may not have a contract in this moment. So we, are, we always know opportunity meets preparation, right? right? So you've got to stay prepared so when that next opportunity comes, you hit the high dive and you do your swan dive, right? Because you've got to be the phoenix that always rises from the ashes. Yeah. So I've always I've always made sure that whether I was working now, whether I assume to work later or whatever, I'm going to just stay ready, right? That's that Boy Scout mentality, mm -hmm. right? Yes, always prepare. Yeah, yeah, stay ready. So is part of part of staying ready is is knowing every aspect of of the business, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a saying, and the saying is, in order to win the game, you've got to understand the fundamentals of the game, right? right? In order to play the game, you've got to understand the fundamentals of the game. So you need to understand all aspects of what it is you say you, you're trying to master. You don't want to just be one of the little sidelines. No, you want to go in and run for the goal, right? So if, if you say, well, I, I'm going to show up and play this game to win. And when I say the game, I mean the game of life, yes. you know, in, in our field, in our arena, uh, in our craft. So, yeah, so you need to understand every aspect of that. So in order to win the game, you need to understand the fundamentals of the game. And it doesn't matter what the game is, right. whether it's football, whether it's dance, whether it's music, whether it's, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. So you study and learn as much as you possibly can about what it is you say you want to be a master in. Right. And so, you know, hearing hearing you say that to me, that kind of debunks the whole theory that we need to have a plan B. So whenever I hear somebody say, OK, well, you need something to fall back on. What I what I always hear is you need something else to do when when this fails and it doesn't work. Right. When this so so when the little when your little acting thing or when your little dance thing, you know, who wants to be a dancer? You know, when your little dance thing ends and you get old and don't nobody want you anymore you got to have you got to learn a trade you got to learn a another skill but what i'm what i'm hearing now is you know all aspects of the business so that when you see in the background that's desmond richardson with his leg up to heaven so when when your your joints are no longer working like that which which is going to happen that's just the this this that's just part of it as being a dancer you still know how to choreograph. You know how to put a show together. You know how to produce. You know how to you know how to right. run every aspect so that right. that creativity in you is still able to get out. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I think every person, I don't care what it is you're doing, whether it's brain surgery or, or creative artistry or whatever, you know, each person can decide if they want to be a multi-dimensional human being. Mm-hmm. Multi-dimensional. No one ever said in order to be a successful Broadway performer, you had to be mono-dimensional. Right. No, they never said that. And I think that's what people mean. You know, that's what they're trying to say when they say have a plan B. Right. Now that now now what we hear when they say that, what we tend to hear is is when your plan A fails, you need something to fall back on. What I hear is uh, don't just live your life as a mono-dimensional artist. Don't yes. just live your life as a monodimensional human being. 
If you say your dharma is to share your gift and talent of dance with the world, that means from the day you took your breath to the day you take your last breath, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to have all the dimensions. Um, you, they got to stay possible to you. So when you go from this layer of what you do, this your next evolution, your next phase of evolution is going into the next layer. And as you said, you know, it could be from student, you know, um, world touring performer, whatever. And then maybe there, it, it may not even be a body injury. It may not be an age thing. It may just be your time to go from a dancer performer into um you know production into yeah. a choreographer into a director or whatever and that in whatever that phase is that you feel staying honest in your own soul and not not lacking your contribution to humanity that stays just as big yeah. but your next phase may be owning a studio and now teaching others and preparing them to go out and be an, um, an adjective to this world, right? Through yeah. creative artistry. So it doesn't stop. It just transforms. It just transitions yeah. into other layers, right? Yeah. So that's your being, knowing how to be multidimensional in your field. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, it's funny. Those, that's one of those lessons that I really didn't get until, yeah. until I think I was, I was about... 30 is when is when the light bulb went off and I was like, oh, that's what that's exactly what this means. I need to learn everything. Actually, no, it was it was um, right at the end of at the end of college when I realized that instead of just focusing on acting or being on the stage, I learned how to be a lighting designer. You know, I, I've been learning how to choreograph since high school. Um, you know, and, and how, how to stage, but I learned other aspects of the stage. I was the sound designer for some plays that yes. I, I, and it was by choice, not that, okay, well you didn't get into the show. What else can you do? It was okay. I want to do sound for, um, Joe Turner's coming home. And I read the script and went through it just like I would have, if I was going to be on stage. So, you know, the, that light, that aha moment for me was huge because then I didn't, I didn't look at it as me being multidimensional because I, did, I wasn't really on that, that level of thinking yet. I just yes. knew that I wanted to know every aspect of the business so that, you know, if an opportunity came up, oh yeah, I know how to do that. Yeah, I know how to do that. You know, That's just right. like, like that musician thing, man, I, I was in New Orleans and, um, we watched the trombone player put his trombone down, go to the keyboard. The keyboard player went over to the bass. The trumpet player went over to the guitar. And the guitar <laughs> player went over to the trumpet. And like, not, like it was seamless. So here's something that I, that I thought of too earlier. So in, in terms of going after what you want, I don't know if you remember this, but it was the last show that we did together when we did... Um, it was The Dream Goes On. Reverend Charles is probably still on there. So Dream Goes On. We were walking outside, and I needed a new car. So I was driving that purple blazer that kept getting me pulled over just because it looked like somebody needed to be pulled over. And so I was talking to you I was talking to you about, about the Mercedes. And so my thinking with buying a Mercedes Benz was always, oh, man, but what if it breaks down? 
What if it breaks down? And so that's what kept me from getting that Benz. And so talking to you about yours, you were just saying, no, if you want it, go get one. You want a Benz? Go, you want a Benz? Go get one. There's a lot right over there. You got the money. Go, go get it. You know, and so my negative thinking, you know, not even looking at it as negative at the time. So was, was still, man, what are the, what is the maintenance like? I heard the oil changes cost a lot of money. And you said, look, look, don't worry about that. What you do is you put money aside so that when the inevitable happens, like you, you're going to need an oil change driving around from the Bay to LA. You're going to need it. So put the money away, but go get what you go get what you want. So that's even though I never got a Benz, but I but I have a brand new car now. Your words stuck with me by by just telling me, okay, well, if there's something that you want, something that you need, something that's you know external, but it's not really connected to your happiness, go get it, go get it. So. How do you how do you find the strength and the courage to literally go after what you want and exceed your own expectations? Well, okay, um, I was I was raised in during the time when people say, "Oh, you got to save this. You got to you got to hold on to it, and you got to you got to you got to save it. Like, don't use it because you may need it. Like, really." You know, it may be special and it may be the perfect time sometime later. Mm-hmm. I am not a bucket list person. <laughs> the only thing a bucket list means is you hope, you hope that, you know, at all odds, you get to do something that you could have always done already. You hope that you don't die before you do it. Right. It, right. You're no closer to doing it than you were when you told the lie at the very beginning. Right. <laughs> so, so I was raised in that time when you saved the fine china yeah. for a company that was never that never came. Never came. That company that you were saving the fine china for, you never they were never that fine, so you never pulled it out. And then you died with that fine china in the cupboard with tons of dust on it. And you could have eaten from that fine china, drank from that fine china cup every day of your life, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I was asked once, Pepper, okay, um, um, in three words or less, define, give me the, the, the what you say the purpose of life is. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the secret to life? I'm like, oh, dude, three words. I don't know. So I said, from where I stand, the secret to life is to live. Yes. Let's not make this complicated. Let's not make this rocket science. Wow. If I say the secret to your life, Noah, is to live, and you may you you may define that or articulate that as saying, okay, let me. I can see my dream right there. I'm off. I'm going. You know, whatever it takes to go get it. My eyes on the prize. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm out. Let's go. Let's do this at all costs, at all odds. I. That's my destination. On the average, the destination don't move. We move. Right. We get off track. Right. The destination, the goals are still there, right? Yeah. So you say, okay. And if you say, well, um, I want this car. Okay, live. That's the, per- the the purpose of life is to live. Go get the car. It is a it's a it's a uh, it's a thing, right. right? So yeah, it's inevitable that these things don't last forever. That's not what they're meant to do. Right. It's at some point you're <coughs> going to need service. At 
some point it's going to need gas. Go, okay, so what? Go get the thing. Keep it moving, right? Yeah. 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 So, so I try to I try to live my life and say, whatever is meant for me, I just have to reach out my hand, grab it, and bring it in to my life. Yeah. You know, that's it. Let's 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 keep it simple. L I S S. Let it stay simple. List. Yes. Right. Yeah. Let it stay simple. Stop thinking that things are out of your reach if they're meant for you. Yeah. Yes. And and then celebrate yourself with the opportunity. You got to You tell me what you think you deserve. Well, I've been working hard all my life. I deserve a Mercedes. Hold on, Tiger. In life, you may not get anything that you think you deserve. Right. But if you believe, if you believe that 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 you're going to get it. Yeah. It's yours. Right. So you tell me what you believe, I tell you what you're gonna accomplish in life. Right. You tell me what you think you can deserve, what you deserve, and I was like, uh right. Because you're gonna follow your faith. You're right. gonna follow your belief. Your time, energy, emotion, and money. Your four components of value, time, energy, emotion, and money. You're gonna invest those in what you believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Therefore, what you believe is what you're gonna attain. Yes. Not what you think you deserve. Shine your inner light in the midst of pain.